Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Life Audio. There's so many times I've prayed this very eloquent prayer and it's got two words and I say, fix it. That's comedian Carrie Pomeroli. She's the guest on today's Get Your Brave On podcast. Episode number 21, you can do hard things while laughing because doesn't that make everything easier? You're going to love Carrie. She is crushing clean comedy. She's a stand-up comedian, a motivational speaker, author of three books, including one of my faves, Proverbs 32 Woman. I love her so much. She's written screenplays for the Hallmark Channel. She's killing it. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the three hard things that you can do. Like number one, when you don't have a choice... You have to be brave. The prayer that she says, Jesus, just fix it. Also, number two, embracing the messiness. What to do when you just don't feel like you fit in to the traditional Christian women's culture. Yeah, both of our hands are raised, Carrie and I. And number three, stop apologizing and value yourself. Are you struggling to feel happy, like experience real joy in your life? then this coaching program is for you. If you've been through a plot twist recently, maybe a job loss, a relationship loss, or you're just playing loss and you're lacking direction going, God, I don't know what you want, but there's got to be more than this. Sign up for my coaching right now. It's five steps to get your brave on, five weekly sessions, nine more spots left. They're going to go really fast. In six weeks from now, You could have a completely different outlook in life and the framework that you need to be brave every single day and chase down a life that actually brings you joy. Brave coaching, snag one. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. You equals you. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforumc.org. The nine spots left today at getyourbraveon.info. Two real quick things before we get to the podcast. Could you do me a favor and leave a review? Give me maybe five stars of the rating. Here's why that's so important. The more ratings and reviews a podcast has, the more people the Apple 
puts it in front of. And we have this goal of reaching 10,000 people with a message of how to live a strong and courageous life. We need more brave people in this world. So help us out, leave a review. And if you could copy the link to this podcast and text it to a friend and say, Hey, I think you'd really love laughing and learning how to do hard things with Amanda Carroll and Carrie Pomeroli. And now the woman who is crushing clean comedy, my good friend and comedian, Carrie Pomeroli. I'm so glad we finally got you on the show. I love your show. Uh, your show is one of the only shows where I feel like we can talk really real Yay. and no, nothing's off, off limits. And let's talk about being brave women today. Okay. I'm in. I, I love it that you're willing to be very real and authentic because authenticity is extremely powerful. So I know your story, single mom, Christian comic, you're moving to Sacramento to be my neighbor in Sacramento, which I'm super pumped about it which I think is incredible. And her ex-husband is moving with her too, which there's an incredible thing there you that you've been able to do. on your show someday. I will. I will. I'll bring it in studio. We could do it in real life since you're we just could, down the street from call me. call it the exes, but yeah. So, yeah. So what would you, I'm not going to bring my ex on, but that's another story. <laughs> so um, one of the questions I like to start off with and just whatever comes to mind, what's the bravest thing you've done lately and how'd you get through it? Uh, you know, I don't want to answer that lately. I want to answer that okay. in the past eight years of my life. I think living as a single mom is the bravest thing I've had to do, forced to do. Yeah. A lot of times bravery is not elective. Bravery <sighs> is thrown upon us. So if you're listening to this show right now and you're like, I'm in a situation where I have to jump off a cliff or I'm going to burn in a burning inferno. Um, that's life girls. That's yes. life. And I think bravery is sometimes not a choice. It is a necessity, but we get through it. And so I feel like living this life that I've lived for the past, gosh, eight years has been really brave and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting, I'm not just getting through it. I'm, I'm thriving. How are you doing that? Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, you're a Christian I show. Know. There's nothing else but Jesus. There's nothing else. There's so many times I prayed this very eloquent prayer and it's got two words and I say, fix it, fix, fix it. it. God. Ooh. Fix it. That goes for my finances. That goes for my health. That goes for my children. That goes for my life. Fix it. And God has been a partner. God has been a husband. God has been a provider and there's no other way. There's no other way I would have gotten through any of that. And with the power of female friendships have been mm -hmm. really, um, which I'm excited about in Sacramento. I'm starting over, but I feel like I'm not starting over because I never plan on moving to Sacramento. And I think this is another point for your listeners that sometimes God has these plans for you and he's been planning it all along and you had no idea. So I was cultivating this friendship with you. I was cultivating mm -hmm. these friendships with these ladies in Sacramento, shout out. And then bam, I'm moving there. So I'm not <laughs> having to start completely over. No. And that is like, God knew that 10 years ago. So I feel like he's always uh, planning for us, even when we don't know. I totally get that. Like I, you know, I moved to Sacramento 10 years ago from DC by myself as a single mom with three kids. I did the same thing. Mine were really young when I did that. And to, to have a job, to chase down a job and a career. And I, and people were like, are you crazy? Why are you doing this? Why wouldn't you just move back home to be with your family? That would be the safest thing for you to do. Um, but I don't know about you, but I don't believe in doing the safest thing because I don't think there's any growth in that. Do you, I mean, have you had people that are telling you like, you're crazy, you're a comedian, you're um, involved in the movie industry. You've got movies that you've got all these meetings. You're, you're doing stuff for the Harmwick channel. And I know you've got other big things going. Why would you move out of LA to Sacramento? That's um, crazy. I know everybody in LA is like, Oh, thank God. Like I want to leave too. Like they're really, all, okay. They're all like, I think um, here's the thing about us, Amanda, we weren't mm -hmm. born to be safe. And I feel like that's a genetic code that the Lord bestowed upon us. And not everybody has to, live like we do but you know moving out to los angeles in a minivan with my parents and being dropped off in the middle of la and them driving away in the minivan back to atlanta georgia and my dad drew me a map with a magic marker that tells you how old i am there was no uh gps right like early 2000 
he drew me a map and I'm crying and I'm in Marina Del Rey, just standing there in Oakwood corporate housing. And then I, which I love about Gen X girls, we are scrappy, right? And so we are, so I got the newspaper, I got three jobs. I was like, if these millennials tell me they can't work one more day, but you put yourselves continually in these like situations where you're forced to be resourceful. I want to give a shout out to all my Gen X, Gen X girls. Um, yeah. And even the boomers, man, we just didn't have a choice. Mm-mm. We didn't have a choice to be brave. We didn't have a choice. Like our parents were like, okay, bye. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, you should probably live with us for eight years and like figure out what triggers right. you. You know what I mean? Like it was not like that. Maybe part of our is generationally, we can go ahead and seek out change because we know that something's good for us. Like, do you think that um well, I, I know I've been through it in certain times of my life that I have been afraid to move to the next level because I I just the unknown was very scary to me. Um, I remember when I first became a single mom, I was scared to death. I, I was like, nobody's going to accept me. I'm not going to be able to work in ministry anymore. Oh, and girl. then yes. that fear of, of other people's judgment really affected oh. me for a while. Oh, yeah. Limited me. I allowed it to limit me until I was reading this book, Man's Search for Meaning, from my, the recommendation of my therapist. Recommend two things, that book and therapy. And therapy, right? <laughs> and and it was one moment I remember I just like, I was sitting in a booth in Panera and I closed the book. I was like, that's it. I'm going to live my life. I was like, that is it. You're, like, you're going to hear me roar <laughs> like in Panera. Right? Yes. Did you have a moment like that? Like you're going to um, change your life, chase down this career. And now you're moving I again. I have to be honest with you, Amanda. Yeah. I've been doing this my whole life and. I never felt fear about career wise. Like mm-hmm. I want it so bad. And if somebody comes to me and they're, my kid wants to be an actor, my kid wants to work in Hollywood. And I'm like, how bad do they want it? Are they willing to like cut somebody for it? Are they willing to like, just like, go a dollar? So yeah. I've always been a grinder career wise. I've always been like, I, let me have it. Let me have it. I don't think I would have survived this long in this career if I don't grind. And that meant when I was 26 years old, I, st- I wrote this book, uh, handwritten my diary chapters. And I literally just, it took me like years. Maybe I was done several years later. And I went on Craigslist and I looked up publicist. I didn't even know. I was like, I wrote this book and I called this lady on the phone. She referred that Willie Nelson and all these people. And she's like, well, what do you have for a budget? I was like, well, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take this dollar bill. I'm gonna fold it in half. And then um, you can have half of this $1 of my budget. And then she was, she loved my tenacity. I didn't even know what a publicist would do. And she cut her fee in half and then she cut her fee in half again to work with me. And the next thing you know, I got this book published and she's doing this like celebrity book party. And I was like, who is the celebrity? And she goes, you. I go, no, I'm not. She goes, yeah, from now on, you're a celebrity comedian, Carrie Palm Rowley. And I had been on some shows. I'd done a few things. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, oh, no. Like you're crushing clean comedy. You're a celebrity comedian. If you say it and you believe it, other people will too. And so Ooh. I've just lived by that motto of I, and women, we feel so bad about promoting. Like when you did my intro today and you said crushing clean comedy, immediately I go, Ugh, oh, it's so arrogant, right? But like, we really do need to learn to promote ourselves in a positive, healthy way to say, I deserve this promotion. I deserve to be manager. I deserve a raise. We shouldn't live in this apologetic culture to where we talk to people. And the first sentence out of our mouth is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. to bother you, but it is not the way to live. And we do it. I do it. I still do it. All, you know, in certain circumstances. So I think it's good to look at your life and say, what areas am I really strong and I have no problem moving forward? And what areas do I just feel stuck in? Ooh, and I can help you with that, by the way. My Brave Coaching program is going on right now. Only nine spots left. I mentioned it. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Today's episode is inspired by those T-Mobile home internet speeds that are much slower than Xfinity's lickety split speeds. Speeds that slow to a crawl can leave us feeling like we have to move faster to compensate. Eh. 
Wrong. We don't have to move faster. The internet does. Now you can move however you want. You want to move like a sloth? Do it. Be a sloth. A sloth with blazing fast Xfinity internet that you should have gotten in the first place. I hate to say I told you so, but you know. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Earlier, why don't you go snag yours right now at getyourbraveon.info. So in those areas that you feel strong, you own it, you claim it. Like you're like, I'm Career. crushing clean comedy. Career. And I'd be like, I'm, I'm yeah. a good radio host. I'm a good podcast host. So what, right. what do you do yeah. with the things that you know you need help in? I ask for advice and I use this very powerful sentence. What would you do to certain people that I really trust? Oh. A couple people, small circle, small circle. I'm in this situation and here's the facts. And I'm not telling you in a gossipy way, but I'm in this business relationship. This person is not showing up. This person is not taking responsibility. This person is not doing the job. I know I should fire them, but I'm so (laughs) scared. I'm so scared that I'm going to miss out on that one nugget of, and they give you just enough to keep you hanging on. And I always, I I relate everything to a boyfriend you can't break up with, but that doesn't have to be an actual boyfriend. It could be your, your contractor, your plumber, your, your tennis partner, whatever. Like, and so I'm always- Or your boyfriend that's not treating you really well. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. This person didn't show up for the meeting. This person isn't texting me back. This person is doing this and this. And my friends are like, well, I would just put the facts out, say this isn't working for me and move on. And I'm like, yeah, but they might have this little more information to give me and I might need it. Like, I'm so scared to be alone in certain, you know, relationships. Or, Or I think we're scared of people not liking us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and we're, here's what's the unhealthy part is we live in cancel culture, 2022. (sighs) So I'm afraid you're not going to like me. So I'm going to cut you out of my entire life instead of being brave and trying to be dignified and work this out in a civil manner and say, well, this relationship didn't work out for me, but if I see you walking down the street, um, we can still be civil. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just Mm -hmm. so quick delete click unfollow click unfriend um and that's not healthy that's no. that's like i come from an italian background and we're yeah me too yeah and i my father who probably isn't going to listen to this podcast so i can tell you um uh, he is italian because he doesn't have a computer he's very italian and that's how he grew up in the family you're dead to me we don't talk to aunt lucy we oh. don't talk to aunt marie was she got in a fight with grandma Catherine, and they're never going to talk again and their sister that's how I grew up. And so now I have to stop myself going, you're scaring me. You're intimidating me. I don't like this. Um, I, it's okay to say boundaries. This relationship isn't going to go any further in this, but I don't have to just like cancel you. Do you know what I mean? I don't just have to. Yes. I'm Tony DeLorenzo and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. Yes and no. I agree. But there are some people, though, not that you're, what's the, what's the barrier, though? But there are some people, as I know you and I have gone through some um, rough things in past relationships that maybe I allowed too long in my life Oh yeah, because I thought I was being the nice person or I thought I was doing the right thing, like my marriage, you know, and Mm -hmm. knowing that I was being hurt and that was something that I needed to have the guts to say, no, you're you're hurting me. You're done. That's a higher level. I I was talking, yes, because that's a whole nother podcast, but I think in our daily lives, we are constantly lowering our expectations and our daily interactions Maybe you have that friend who always flakes on you and she's like, just 
Like you make plans. She never texts back. She never says yeah. anything. So the other day I said, uh, I said to my friend, Wendy, Wendy, you haven't texted me back like three times. I love you, girl, but what up? And she's like, oh, dude, I got COVID. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. But like, I had to at least go, okay, but um, I love you, but just shoot me a text because we were supposed to meet for lunch. And I know you got COVID, yeah. but your fingers didn't get COVID. You could like text me. I'm not coming. Do you know what I mean? So just True. having better like boundaries, it doesn't mean I don't want to be your friend, but sometimes I put that person in like a different lane. She may not be the one that I'm going to like count on. You know, you have to put people in yeah. a different lane. That's smart. Well, I think, you know, as we are striving, I'm not saying I'm the bravest woman on the planet. That's why I'm doing this podcast is how to learn to be brave. It's really right. for me. Right. So I, I want to be, I think brave women, the followers of this platform, my brave babes, we don't cancel people out. And we also brave women aren't women that we, we understand how crazy women's lives are in 2022. And if you've got a girl in your tribe that is struggling, that she's not responding or something's going on instead of, instead of taking personal offense, I feel like brave women, that's when you lean in, you'd be like, Hey girl, are you okay? Like, really? Yeah, are you okay? Like, I'm here without that? judgment. What's happening? Like if you're struggling with something, whether it's a relationship, addiction, something, I don't want to be the one that's going to judge you because I shouldn't, especially in my tribe of friends. I'm the one that loves Jesus. So I'm the last person that needs to judge them. They need to see me as the person to call in those situations. Do you agree with being that person in your I tribe? I totally agree. And then there is going to come a day when it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know, like the yeah. third of the first time and you go, like after you've realized it's not some serious situation and somebody's just repeatedly letting you down. It's not that you can cancel them, but you can just be like, I'm just going to wait for them to reach out to me next time. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, you're, it's convicting because I was just thinking of a, like more than one situation where somebody with social media, it's just terrible. Like we have to pretend that everybody on our social media is our friend, but they're really like, sometimes they're not even a real relationship, but it's a social media relationship. And yet this person might say something that's really hurtful or say something like, I'm not just talking about commenting on a picture, but I mean, like, like message, like just saying something that's just, just wrong. And it, and then you're like, Oh, I, I feel bad if I'm not their Facebook friend. Well, first of all, it's not even real. Okay. Like if you don't have my phone number and you don't know where I live and you don't mm -hmm. have my email address, we're, we're on a different plane of relationships. And if you're saying something offensive, I have no problem pushing the um, delete, but I have no problem with that because we're making technology relationships so much bigger than they really are. I think yeah. a real friend, a real friend has my phone number. Okay. A real friend technology makes us seem these fake relate. Well, there's this woman and you know, we, we message all the, on the I've never yeah. met her, but she's saying things like offensive or, and it was just like, at one time it was about one of my kids and I was like my Italian, it oh. wasn't me, but it was just, she poked the mama bear. That's yeah. <laughs> And uh, dude, I, I was so Italian. I was so like, bye. And I was like, yeah. oh man, that was so not, I mean, we went back and forth a few times and I told her this is wrong. And she kept doing it. And I said, I don't agree with you making this statement about my daughter. And, yeah. um, I, I have a daughter who's, you know, an amazing testimony and I, I'm mm -hmm. walking in healing and, and victory for her. And this woman would not get on board with that was, was, conflicting with my Christian belief system and my walk of faith. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Right. Whatever your name is. No problem. <laughs> but that's not a real friendship. That's just somebody who can press a message button. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. And being a brave babe is someone that's able to do hard things and to have the hard conversations in a loving way. We are like, Hey, something's going on in our relationship. I just, just like, what can I do? You, do you, are you interested in this in being a tribe member or not? Like, let me know, you know, I've had friends reach out something that they were offended by that, but something that I've said or done. And I've approached that by saying, thank you so much for telling me, yeah, let me, that's let me explain like, so that way we could like tell somebody in a nice way. That way we could heal our friendship or relationship or put a nice little bow on it and say, okay, you're going this way. I'm going this way. Okay. 
you know, I wish you the best, but not to have this just unspoken delete. I agree with you. That's one of the the hard things that brave babes can do. For the most part, if you look at your friendships, your really long-term friendships, you're not having conflict all. It's rare. No, It's really rare. I had a, I have a best friend named Gina that we've been friends for gosh, really long. Oh my gosh. Over 20 years, twice, like twice in 20 years that we had a real kind of knock down, have to talk it out. And it was funny because we haven't had a lot of conflicts. So the first time we did, it was like, so what, you know, and she's an avoider. So she just wanted all this time to pass. And then I'm a verbal processor. Right. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. we got to talk this out. And then after we finally got through it, I just, she's like, well, your family, nothing's ever going to come between us. And I go, your family too, but you have to talk to me. <laughs> like, yeah. so we kind of came to our own agreement. Yeah. So, you know, we we're talking a little bit about, I'm going to go backwards. There's another question I wanted to ask you. Sorry, sorry, but this is podcasting. We get to have a normal conversation. You're talking a little bit about how we've got to be more strong and courageous and in the way that we approach our lives, our personal lives, our professional mm-hmm. lives, and not apologizing. Right, right. For speaking up. I want to get, we can be real here. So do, do you agree with me? I'm going to own this statement. I honestly feel like sometimes my, um, I had a bit of a legalistic Christian growing background that yeah, I've had to like undo. Okay. That I've kind of had, it's all the Baptist limiting to women, you know, women couldn't be pastors, women couldn't be leaders. And, and I think I always was taught to kind of be um, passenger seat instead of a lead. And do you think sometimes, how have you broken free from kind of that so-called old school Christian ideal that we were supposed to just be this way? Cause as a single parent, we've had to, I was like, well, I'm not married. I don't stay at home. I don't have like perfect outfits and my house isn't very clean. I don't fit in anymore because I'm not the Christian ideal. So then I apologize for myself all the time. Um, Well, Amanda, funny you should ask. Uh, I wrote uh, three books about that because I was like the opening of my book, Confessions of the Proverbs 32 woman was I didn't breastfeed my kids till they were 12. I don't cook farm to table crock pot meals and I don't homeschool. And like we're hot mess for Jesus. So I just embraced my hot mess for Jesus. And there's a lot more of us than there are of them. But thems are writing books and doing chores. But the us are at home cleaning, uh, the you know, like finding old Christmas candy under the bed and like mm-hmm. trying to do our five minute YouTube workouts and, you know, eating gummy bears for breakfast. So I just embraced the messiness. I don't, I I am still struggling with the same stuff that I struggled with in my twenties. It's just a different decade. And I don't, I'm learning not to feel bad about it. And here's my biggest thing. When anybody asks me, how do I like, what's my secret? I delegate, I delegate and I ask for help. Like as much as I can, I do not feel guilty and I'm not like some super wealthy person, but I have a cleaning lady and she's coming today and her name's Connie and she comes once a month. And if that means I have to go without buying sweaters or boots because I have to afford Connie once a month, like she's worth it. Yes. I do not feel guilty for having Connie come to my house once a month to help me or whatever. Maybe it's twice a month, whatever, because I need it. I can't yes. do it alone. When I moved, this lady, Karen was like, oh, do you want me to help you come over and, you know, unpack? And at first I was like, oh, that's so like, why would you want to help me? And I'm like, yeah, like okay, yeah, you want to come keep me a company and I'll open some boxes. But we're so short of ourselves to ask for help, right? We just want everyone to think we have it all together. And more so for me, it's that I don't want to bother people. Like I just have this thing of like, I don't want to bother you, but, you know, instead of being like, I um, would like to ask for help and you have every right to say no, but we don't want to get rejected, right? So I think that's part of it. A part of it for me is too, I learned this in uh, my relationship is I also feel like if I accept help, then that person's going to expect me to owe them. And I never wanted to have like a deficit, huge issues with that. I used to pay money in my twenties on the first date. I would always pay, want to pay because or my, my portion, because I I don't want to go out with you again. So I was like, if I really like you, you can buy me dinner. But if I don't like you, I'm buying my own dinner and you're going to drop me off at seven 15. 
Okay. You don't even have to slow down the car. I'm jumping out. I don't want you to call me back later, but I took you to Applebee's. No, you didn't. Right. No, you didn't. I don't know you anything. Why do we do that to ourselves? Um, because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. My boyfriend, Sean, he was like, he, he was cleaning my floors and instead of feeling, I, thank, I know, well, it's funny because instead of feeling really grateful, I was so nervous. This is when we first got together. He's like, I'm just here. I just want to help you. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like you're judging me. And then you're going to expect something from me because I don't have the time to clean my floors and right you're now. I'm like, not going to clean your floor, Sean. Okay. Right. This is not. An even thing. This is not. <laughs> I feel like if I ever date again, I need a guy with like the gift of helps because that's totally my love language. I used to be like, yes. you know, it's really hot. Clean out, clean out my car. Like, oh like my gosh, what- I know owners, baby. Like I'm old and middle-aged and I embrace the fact that I think it's sexy that he cleaned your floors, man. I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. If you are an unmarried, um, under 30 person watching or listening to this podcast, um, please use, um, I'm, if I can include you in this, use us as your cautionary tale. (laughs) Like the most attractive guy is not the big flashy guy that is taking you on all these trips. He is the guy that cleans your car and fills it up with gas. And you sits next what? to you I, while you're watching Netflix. That's I the agree. guy. I agree. I said, I don't really need a dating profile. I just want a guy to come over and sit on my couch. And do you also like Cobra Kai and the crown? Cause that's, what's going to matter. And do we eat the same foods? Like really that those tooth and Jesus, yeah. you know, and I don't know what order, yes. but really, <laughs> do you like the same foods as me? Do you like the same shows with me? And do you like Jesus? And do you snore those mm-hmm. four things? And do you have a healthcare five? That's it. I mean, <laughs> what's your credit score (laughs) it's not complicated but we make it complicated back to our point about not valuing ourselves and not being brave it's like uh instead of saying to the person that's uh you know in the work relationship or the boss like hey i'm not i'm i'm not happy in this work situation or i think i could do better we're like oh i'm sorry to bother you but could i talk to you about a a transfer i'm sorry to bother you if you start a sentence with i'm sorry to bother you you're already weak like you know what i mean you're already like not in the power position because you've just lowered yourself below them. But and do you think that is so many of us, uh, you know, we don't have female bosses and yeah, we don't want to start that, but do you think it's accepted? I don't think we should use that verbiage. I think we okay, should be a little bit more, a little bit more confident. Like, Hey, I would like I you to know, I'd like to discuss with you. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you have a minute, let me know when we can chat is better than I'm sorry to bother you, but I need to talk. So it's it's different language. I've said, I'm sorry to bother you to people that work for me. And I'm like, I'm the one paying the bill or I'm the one who's like handling it. So I think it's like changing your verbiage of like, Hey, I have something I'd like to run by you instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, that's you're giving up your power. And they're like, Oh, okay. This person is serious because they want confidence, uh, confidence is sexy. And I, <laughs> I really feel like, you know, in your business, because you work with a lot of men, like, have mm-hmm. you had struggles being a woman? Cause I don't ever, honestly, man, I never think about being a woman in my That's business. Awesome. I just, yeah, but I don't work in a corporate environment like you. I just, yeah. I do my own thing. And then I do meetings and ha- like, yeah, you mentioned Hallmark channel. That's a lot of women or like when we, I, my writing partners are women, I'm not women a lot. And when I'm around guys that are comics, I just do my thing and they respect me. And they, Yeah. But I've never, well, not never. It's just, you probably deal with it a heck of a lot. And I bet a lot of women that are listening that work in a nine to five job or an in industry, um, have you, have you yeah. had struggles? Um, yes. yes. Um, yeah. Things that I've, now you're turning it on me. Um, things I've heard, cause I, I work with all men, pretty much you typically yeah. most jobs I've had, which I'm not complaining about at all. I love yeah. my career. Most jobs I've had though, in radio, especially in Christian radio, I've been the, I'm the girl in the, in the, on the show, oh, like I'm right, the girl right. on the show or I'm the girl, you know, and there's one of us. Um, but I've been told, I've been had comments made about my body. Why do you oh, want to yeah. have muscles? Why do you want to work out? Oh, I was wearing jeans sometimes that, that had a, remember those miss me jeans that had crosses on the back yeah, yeah, yeah. or had bedazzled pockets. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. one that had crosses and someone said, I don't know if I should praise Jesus or look at your 
Um, or I've struggled with, um, well, what, what show could you take? What air shift could you actually take? Because like, you're a single mom, like, will any air shift that or I like, could well, my kids are take probably still breastfeeding. So yeah, I mean, we just any wanna... air shift that a dad could take or, or how could you, or how could you take this promotion? Because you're a single mom and it involves travel. Well, like I, I can get a babysitter or I've got family that can come to visit, but the questions that wouldn't be asked of a male counterpart that would be going for the same position. And I have gotten plenty of comedy jobs. They're like, mm-hmm. we need a girl. We need a oh. girl on the show. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to go and like kill it. And then you'll be happy you hired me. And then actually, even with the term like Christian comedian, people like pigeonhole me into that. Oh. Uh, like, oh, you're a Christian comedian. Do you have puppets? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you, you know, do you do Bible stories? I'm like, no, I'm at the Hollywood Improv tomorrow night, you know, as a comedian who happens to be a Christian. Switching gears again, because I know there's something that you wanted to talk about. So I'm just going to pitch it to you. I know you said, hey, Amanda, I really want to talk about the fear of missing out and how brave babes can get through that. I want to make sure that we talk about that. So What is it? What is it you mean by that? Do you think, I mean, I, I see it myself sometimes, especially overcoming the past two years of like being afraid to do anything. And then I got really used to not doing anything. And now I'm looking at people's social um, media. I'm like, wow, they're doing all this stuff. Is that what you mean about the fear? Yeah, we have got to get over this. Mine is more micro. Okay. And like I said, um, the people that I'm talking about probably wouldn't be on a listening to a Christian podcast, but so to be as specific as I can, I'm in a situation right now with somebody who's helping me on my house, my new house, and I hired them. So I'm the client and they're not showing up for meetings. They're not texting back. They're not communicating. But every time I go to say, I'm ending this relationship, I'm going to fire her. She knows she could feel it. And she'll start sending me all these really great ideas, like this really great, like awesome things. And I'm like, Oh, She's so talented. If I fire her, nobody else could do this job because she's amazing. But then two seconds later, she doesn't text me for two days. Mm. Two seconds later, she's not showing up for a meeting or it's just inappropriate behavior. But I'm like, oh, like, what if I miss out on her 2% Um, awesome? Yeah, but it's like that. Remember that old fashioned meme? It was like one of the first memes. I still remember this because I therapist showed this to me when I lost a dream job. I lost a dream job and I thought my life was over. And it was a picture of Jesus. You remember this Jesus standing there and a little girl was in front of us and he's holding the big teddy bear. Yes. Yes. So he's holding a big teddy bear behind his back and the little girl says, but, oh, and he has a little teddy bear and then he's got a big teddy bear behind his back. And she's like, you can't have this one, but I want that one. And he goes, you have no idea what else is coming. And this is a bigger teddy bear. Like so often we accept less than we are deserved because we're not paying attention to what God has for us. It does something back. Right. And I'm, it's so funny. I could be on your podcast and be an example in 10 different areas, but like, (laughs) there's always going to be that one area where I'm like, Hey, like, I don't want to. Oh shoot. And I don't want to be by myself because now if I fire this person, I'm by myself and I got to make these decisions and maybe there's not another person on the other end, which I know there is. It's just literally like, and people do this to us. They know you're about to walk away and they do just enough to get you to stay. Oh, did you meet my ex-boyfriend? Is that (laughs) right? right. Let it lie. We are worth more than just just enough. enough just enough to keep you hanging on. And that is every area of your, you know, we could go real deep on another episode about a marriage or a relationship or a job just enough. So, you know what I've actually done? This has actually been really beneficial. I've actually done like written out like pro cons in situations and done two columns and the pros, the pros and the moving, I did it for moving. I did it for the pros of Sacramento, the cons of, I mean, do they check all the boxes? And um, I, I think sometimes it's just, I got to be strong. Like literally today, I have to be strong in this one situation. And um, it's strong may appear to everybody listening or outside world. It's okay to admit that we've got those situations where we just don't feel strong and it takes effort, you know, well, and that's- it takes courage. Yeah. That's where I got the term. Sorry for a shameless plug. Get your brave on 
because it's not something that I possess. Literally, like Like it's an outfit. Like it's almost like this is an outfit that I'm going to put on today. You've already thought of this for your for your get your brave on, but putting on the full armor of God. Yeah, there you go. Right, putting on the helmet of salvation, putting on the shield of faith, Mm -hmm. putting on your brave. I have mm-hmm. to do that intentionally today or it will not happen. Okay. Well, we got to pray for you. You got to get it on, get the, and sometimes it's a pair of shoes <laughs> that are like, these shoes make me feel really brave today. I, so I'm I going to put these shoes on because I'm going to do hard things today. And I don't feel like doing a hard thing today, but I'm going to wear my platform wedges That's right, girl, because they're going to make me feel like that because, and, and also, you know, it's kind of silly. So it's such a first world problem house, but whatever you're going through right now, whatever is important to you, don't belittle it because it's important to you and God will bless you and God will be involved. You're like, mm-hmm. Oh God, I shouldn't be complaining about my plumbing problem. I shouldn't be complaining about like, you know, whatever the situation is, but God cares. He cares yeah. about your well being in every area. Yeah. Cause he cares about your well being because it's not just a plumbing problem. You know, it's something else that's going on. That's causing that to affect your sense of safety and your sense of We're stability. Sure. And that's what he wants for your yep. life. Well, yep. you know, I love this. So many things we've been talking about hard things that we can do and we can choose to be brave. And you're talking about, um, getting brave babes, getting value, valuing ourselves more. So in our Carrie, language, I've, I've seen you in our language and how yes. we talk, how we act and how we approach things. I love that. So could you talk to that person right now? I've seen you do your thing on stage several times and it's amazing how she weaves in comedy and then she'll change your life with a comment about how much Jesus cares about you while you're laughing and crying. It's the best emotion ever that she's able to do. So, so there's somebody that's, you know, been through a plot twist. Maybe it's a divorce like you and I have, or they're in the beginnings of single motherhood and they don't feel like they can do it, or it's a job loss, or it's just, they're absolutely lost and know that there's something more for their lives, but they just can't find it. Could you speak to her right now and tell her to value herself and that, that big teddy bear that Jesus is hiding behind his back saying, if you just gave up this thing, that's doing just enough, I'm going to give you more than enough. I think that it just goes to show you, uh, Amanda, that whoever's listening right now, you may go, oh, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not going through a divorce. I'm not changing my job. I'm not, I'm not in a, I'm not in a pit. I'm fine. But the hair on the neck is standing up. You're feeling shaky. You're not sleeping well. Things are edgy. You don't feel good in a general way. So many women are like, but I'm not dying and I'm not sick and I'm not going through a crisis, but you're on edge all the time. And you're nervous all the time and you're feeling shaky and you don't know why. The only thing I can tell you to do is to get off the scrolling and get to praying. You need to spend less time scrolling and more time praying because the praying is what's going to change the circumstance. Me buying furniture on the Sacramento buy sell website is probably not how I need to spend an hour and a half this morning preparing for the podcast, but I really (laughs) need a dresser for my daughter's bedroom. And God's like, yo, audio Bible app is like right next door. Okay. I didn't even (laughs) hard for you, Carrie. You can listen to the Bible on the audio. Okay. It's that Mm -hmm. easy. So in Jesus name, I just declare and decree that God has an appointment with you today. It's on your lunch break turn. Okay. This is big. And I'm speaking, I'm preaching to myself, but you turn off the Netflix, turn off the prime, turn off the Apple TV, turn off the Hulu. Yes. I have all those streamers. Yes. I have all those streamers. (laughs) (laughs) She's picking it up. This is my Bible from there. You go. It's got the highlighting when I really cared so much about the Bible to highlight it. And listen, it is not going out of style. And the thing, hold on. The thing I want to say. Yeah, I love you I so much. Bible, I have my Bible and then my, my camera. Yes. The Bible is not going to jump off the dresser and land in your face. It's not going to, it's not magic genie. So here's what I have to say to you. You have to make an an effort and if you make an effort there's way more than a teddy bear for you okay there's way more than you could have ever expected there is there is finance there is strategy god gives you strategy Mm -hmm. god gives you 
uh, amazing ideas, amazing connections, amazing things that just pop into your head because you made an appointment with him. You are not going to get that watching The Crown, even though I love that show, okay? And, <laughs> and that can all go. God cares. He wants you to go to the food festival on Saturday and stuff your face to you, Kenny. But where is he in your daily life? Where is he? I'm preaching to myself. Me too. Because if you want, if you are needing change and you're like, God, something's got to change. He's the one that can, he's the only one that can bring that change that you desperately want in your life. That's what I've discovered. Wait, can I end the one? Yes. I have to end the podcast on the best yes. part. So I'm preaching. I'm talking about delegating. I'm preaching the gospel. The doorbell rings. Connie, my oh god, we got a letter. <laughs> I love you. Wait, wait, you guys, hold on. Oh, that's me, Connie. I yes. Yeah. Oh, let me say hi to my friend. Hi. Oh, she's like, I don't. So listen, life, life doesn't stop for you. No. That's why you got to make the appointment. But you guys, seriously, I was up at like six in the morning, and sometimes when I get up at six in the morning, I get really mad. I don't need to be up. And sometimes when I'm like in my right mind, I say. If I'm up, I'm going to pray. If I'm up, I'm going to pray because yes, or I'll go back to sleep. You know what I mean? So I just believe that God has an appointment for you and there's nobody listening who doesn't have time. Yep. You do. Love you. I appreciate you so much. I just, (laughs) I can't wait until you move here. Well, you're going to hook me up with all the important people like hairstylists. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Dermatologists and all the wonderful things. Important people. <laughs> you got it. All right. I love you, girl. Thanks for pouring into the brave babes. See you soon. Sure. Anytime. She's just the best. Going to have to have her on the podcast again. Find her on tour near you on her website. Just go to Carrie Palm. It's K-E-R-R-I-P-O-M.com. The same for her Instagram at Carrie Palm. Highly recommend her book, Confessions of a Proverbs 32 Woman. I love it so much. And if you want more to live a strong and courageous life, if you need even more help doing hard things, I want you to know you're not alone. Go right now and sign up for my Brave Coaching Program. It starts August 6th, very soon. There are only nine spots left in the program. I'm going to lead you through my five steps to get your brave on after any plot twist in life. Maybe it's a relationship loss or a job loss, or you're just feeling lost and you want to experience joy. You want to be happy again. You deserve to live a beautiful life where you're experiencing all kinds of joy. That's what God wants for his daughters. So please do yourself a favor, invest in yourself, sign up for the coaching program, snag one of the nine spots left. They're going to go fast. Just go to getyourbraveon.info. I cannot wait to hear from you. I'll immediately send you a personal email and we'll get in touch and you and I together can be brave babes kicking fear out of our lives and chasing down our dreams. Just go to getyourbraveon.info. And if you love this podcast, could you please do me a favor and give me a couple stars? Five would be super awesome on Apple Podcast. When you do that and you leave a comment, it really helps more people find the podcast and you will help me reach my goal of reaching 10,000 people with a message of how to live a strong and courageous life this summer. And if you leave a comment, I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So thankful for this one. She said, so happy to find the podcast. I stumbled upon it by way of LinkedIn this morning and had to become a subscriber. It's smart, uplifting, and real. Just what I needed to hear today and in all reality, pretty much any day. Thank you so much. Her username is 74medic for life. That's pretty awesome. Thanks for leaving that. I would love for you to leave one. And what would be so cool is if you wanted to help me reach that 10,000, maybe you have a friend you think could re- would really love this episode, copy the link and send them a text and say, hey, I think you'd really love laughing about how to do hard things today. Thank you. You're my hero. And I also want to say thank you so much to my friends at lifeaudio.com. You can find all kinds of great faith-based podcasts there on Bible study, prayer, parenting, and more. Again, that's lifeaudio.com. Get your brave on. Do you want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? 
Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of the local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com. I'm Monica Schmelter, and on the Bridges Podcast, we offer you hope for the journey. Whether you are in a season of waiting, navigating a busy career and family, or working through disappointment, the Bridges Podcast provides truth and grace for everyday life. The podcast is Bridges with Monica Schmelter, and you can listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarroll.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time. I wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.